Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Body Rappers, Angela Luzio is happy to be the sponsor of this episode of Conversations on Dance. Body Rappers, Angela Luzio is an American manufacturer of dance apparel since 1981 and is known for its total stretch tights and Angela Luzio shoes and has Tyler Peck, principal dancer with the New York City Ballet, as its spokesperson and designer of Tyler Peck Designs for Premier. Tyler's original designs fit perfectly, are ideal for summer intensives, class, rehearsal, or performance, and are beautiful, move well with the body, and won't ride up in the back. Body Rappers makes additional apparel for ballet, jazz, modern, lyrical, hip-hop, tap, team, liturgical, performance wear for competition and recital, as well as Angela Luzio shoes. You may view all of the products at bodywrappers.com or to purchase Tyler Peck designs by Body Rappers, go to dancewearcorner.com. This episode is generously sponsored by the Veil Dance Festival. I'm Rebecca King-Ferraro. And I'm Michael Breeden, and you're listening to Conversations on Dance. This week, we are joined by Ron Miles, perhaps better known as Primetime. Originally from Memphis, Ron is a dancer, choreographer, and an ambassador for his dance form called Jukin. He is now based in Los Angeles, is a Bessie Award winner, and has appeared in numerous commercials, including some for Pepsi and Adidas, and was part of Beyonce's epic visual album, Lemonade. Memphis-born street dance prodigy and world-famous Juker Charles Lil Buck Riley is Miles' cousin, and together the pair is working to get Jukin into the main stream. They have also been a cornerstone of the Vail Dance Festival for years and are a favorite among audiences. Today, Ron tells us about Jukin and the trademark quick footwork, how he got discovered, and why spreading Jukin around the world is his priority. To see Ron in action, click over to our Instagram and Facebook all this week as we will be posting videos and photos of his amazing dancing. So thank you, Ron, for joining us today. It's so great to have you. Thank you for having me. Ron this- just ran over from a rehearsal, so we're really grateful that he found the time to be with us. Absolutely. Yeah, I was like, uh, I have an interview at 1 o'clock. Can I like, go to that interview right now? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're happy you made it. So we're really excited to talk to you today because 
though we are conversations on dance, I feel like we focus so much on ballet and we really want to expand to other things. We're really happy to get an inside look into new stuff today. So can you tell us a little bit about your background and what your first exposure to dance was like? Uh, A little bit about myself. Uh, I come from Memphis, Tennessee. Um, I do a style called Memphis Jukin. It's a traditional dance that's been in our hometown for many years. And um, I first started off as uh, doing hip hop, Mm -hmm. taking hip hop classes back in uh, Memphis. And and, uh, Buck introduced me to Jukin. And so I was trying to learn footwork and help him out with hip hop choreography. Uh-huh. So uh, we made like a trade for trade and somehow I just branched off into freestyling more, which is um, our style. It's basically a freestyle uh, based dance. Mm-hmm. And um, I just started like practicing on it. I took a um, ballet at New Ballet Ensemble. It was like a trade for hip hop and, mm-hmm. you know, ballet uh, yeah. with this group that I was with called Graffiti Playground that was ran, uh, ran by Dwayne Hembrick. And um and yeah, it's just like uh, once I fell into uh, learning how to do Memphis Jukin, I was like, oh, this is what I want to do mm-hmm. because I feel like this can go somewhere. You know, I feel like the world needs to see this. Right. You know, hip hop dances everywhere, mm-hmm. you know, but once you have that specific style that's like, oh, wow, what is this? I never seen this before. Right. You know, that's what we felt. And we was like, you know what? Let's uh, let's take it to L.A. Right. So uh, Buck and I uh, went out to L.A. and and uh, we started street performing at Third Street Promenade in Santa Monica. Uh, Joking. And we was mixing it up as well. You know, we was doing other styles such as breakdancing and add a little contemporary in there just to mix it up to make the crowd, you know, um, uh, love us more and, and, and see that we are very versatile within our style. Um and uh yeah next next thing you know we like started doing commercial work yeah. and jukin now is like on a worldwide band like in commercials and and everything so i think that's i mean it's <clears throat> so cool for people who haven't been exposed when you, the first time you see it, it looks unlike uh anything you've ever really seen mm-hmm. but um can you tell our listeners like what are some of the like uh, hallmarks or definitive traits of jukin what makes it different from other forms of street what makes dance? The, uh, the style much different from other styles um we have bug jumps uh, bug jumps are basically uh, there's different variations of bug jumps. Uh, you have the ones where you do knee up. Uh, you have the bug jumps where you're kicking. You have the bug jumps where you're going sideways. Um, we have um, a very our own variation of Pac Man, uh, which we uh, we utilize uh, to like go into certain steps. Uh, but the main thing of jucking is like our specialty in gliding. Mm-hmm. Um, we 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 have intricate footwork, and it's like the way we move our feet is like, oh wow, you know, it's it's much different. Mm-hmm. Say for instance, you have uh, Chicago juking, right? J u k i n, oh, or Chicago footwork per se, uh-huh. and um, <clears throat> and uh, they they do more like out kicks. Like uh-huh. more steps and stuff, but out kicks. But we have steps as well that originated from gangster walking back in the day, which is where Jukin came from. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, we just use each of those steps to incorporate into one style, which is Jukin nowadays. You know, we have um, gangster walking, bucking, chopping into Jukin. And basically, mm-hmm. all those variations are into one that makes Jukin. Mm-hmm. Right. Gangsta Walking started off with just the steps, 
-hmm. you know, just like footsteps and, you know, showing off your shoes, different patterns and the way you can move your feet. Uh Um, Bucking is like moves that are explosive. Like, say, for instance, you get on your tiptoe and you kick out sideways and you kick out to the front Mm -hmm. and you're still on your tiptoe just doing all these crazy swivels with Mm -hmm. your feet around that Mm -hmm. one foot that's on the tiptoe. Uh Uh-huh. Then you have chopping, which is like you chopping up the beat. Like you can do some steps, but yet you're jumping with it and you make it look like everything is by itself. Mm-hmm. And when you put it all in one form, which is jooking, you can incorporate all of that. And jooking is really smooth. It's right. like, oh, like Michael Jackson times 10. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, a, it's like, a, it, it's just like one, one of those styles that just looks so different from everything else you know mm-hmm. don't get me wrong we have other things such as like waving and we can pop within our style mm-hmm. but jooking has its own thing as mm-hmm. far as the bug jumps and the the earthquakes the earthquakes is like when you jumping on your feet uh-huh. and it's like you're making your body move a certain way you know it's like i don't know it's, it's so crazy I wish we had a video of this because he's as he's explaining all of these steps, he's kind of showing it, which is really fun <laughs> to see. Um, so h- how much exploration have you done of all these other little forms that came together to um, make chicken? Is that did you is, did you kind of go and explore that or? Well, from <clears throat> like I say, back in the day, um, gangster walking was already formed. Right. Um, before Jukin was ever even brought out, you know, generations later, uh, Jukin was, uh, was formed out of, out of gangster walking, uh, with other styles that was in it. But, um, it's just like, uh, when you, I believe that when they first created gangster walking, Mm -hmm. they had to be inspired from seeing something, somebody step, Mm -hmm. you know, somebody do a wave with the step, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and basically, um, it's just uh, it's it's hard to say. It's like it just it just formed its own way, you know. Um, like uh, yeah, it evolved like from just stepping, you know. And it's like oh, I can spin with this, you know, out of this step. Mm-hmm. I can wave down and you know make my foot do a Pac Man to the left when I step. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's it's so many ways that that um, that other styles became a part of gangster walking Mm -hmm. you know but as generations pass it just evolved into something greater because it's like the next person seeing something you can add on you know so something i'm i feel like we're keenly aware of now is like you you obviously um have such a an awareness of all this history and like how it informs what you're doing now and how the style has evolved is that something you found important is that something you sought to learn or uh, you know, because I feel like sometimes you know ballet dancers who won't know the name of the composer of the ballet they're dancing to. Sure. But you have such a, a deep insight to the history of your dance form. Was that important to you? To yeah, it's it's important to me because it's like, um, well, back in Memphis, you know, it's a traditional dance, and everyone who started gangster walking um, is from Memphis. Mm-hmm. So you have uh, you have G Style, who was the first group that was a rap group that that could dance. Uh, um do juking you know mm-hmm. uh well per se gangster walking um but the 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 head person fred humphrey he is the the creator of it you know he he's the one who started off like oh 
I can move now. Uh, uh, I'm stepping. Uh, uh, and those who were in his surroundings were like learning from him as well. You have Wolf, you have Romeo, you have all these OG gangster walkers that that um, that help ha- add on mm-hmm. to make this style what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, the base of it. Right. You know, and um, and um, like so on is like all the other cats like who took the time to learn. You know, like I say, they just added on, mm-hmm. you know, and it just evolved from there. So one thing that I am particularly interested in is all of the movements that you do. Like you look like you're going on point. That's what we would consider it. Um, so immediately the first thing I think of is like your shoes. Are they really important to you? Like the particular ones you wear, like for ballet dancers, it's so we're so specific about it. So I wonder from your perspective, if that's something that's really uh, important. I say it is important uh, because you want to protect your feet. Of course. Um, Looks dangerous. Some of the things like on the yeah. sides of your ankles. Yeah. Yeah. Like for instance, uh, little Buck used to walk around on his tiptoes with no shoes on. <gasps> oh my gosh. You know, or soft shoes. Mm-hmm. And basically what that does is build the strength in your toes. Right. You know, um, but there are certain shoes such as Air Force Ones, um, Jordans. Right. Uh, certain type of Jordans um, or any pretty much any shoe that has a, um, a hard sole, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, to where support. you can. Yeah. Yeah. That can support you. Um, and uh, I would say like, hmm, you can you can you can use other shoes as well. But depending on what you want to use them for, like, say, for instance, um, when you're joking, if you don't want to do anything with your tiptoes, you can just wear like Air Maxes or something. Mm-hmm. And those are pretty good to wear when you like gangster walking and you're maneuvering your feet around. It's much easier. Right. Mm-hmm. And and you want to have a shoe that's not so heavy, mm-hmm. but you also want to have a shoe that's not so light. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like you have to just like try on different shoes to, right. you know, see what fits you best. Right. Because like, say, for instance, um, like uh, some of the jokers back in Memphis, they can dance in Pumas. Mm-hmm. me i can't dance in pumas like because really my feet light, are heavy right? yeah 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 they have like certain ones uh i think like the sky two highs or something like that they uh they they can support you a little bit but right. for my feet they're like uh you know it's like my, my feet are heavy so i need like air force <laughs> ones or like jordan 11s or something right yeah so so you were saying when you were younger you started to you know explore other styles and um but when did it come to a point where you were performing Hmm. When I first started performing, I was actually in high school when I first started performing. I uh, I found a love for dance when I was mm, around my ninth grade year in high school. Mm. I always saw my friends dancing and, and I was like, man, that's so cool. That's like something really dope. I want to learn that. But, you know, it's like you want to learn it, but you never just like really try it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was like one of those people. <laughs> right. But next thing you know, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it. And I'm going to try it. I'm going to practice. I'm going to just do it. And so um, I just started practicing on it. I was in my room um, outside in the front yard and in the lawn, just, mm-hmm. you know, practicing away. And um, I felt like uh, like I could go somewhere with it. So. I uh, I joined this dance group called Graffiti Playground, uh-huh. and um, we first took a trip to California uh, for a dance competition, uh, Best New Talent, and uh, and I won first place, and that there motivated me so much wow. that 
this is what I want to do. Right. Mm-hmm. And I made up my mind. Mm-hmm. So when I came back home, I did like a little interview with the news, and, yeah. you know, and all that stuff. And I was like dreaming that I want to go back to California. Mm-hmm. I got to go back. So uh, Buck and I was creating YouTube videos and stuff. And this lady by the name of Suzanne Lovejoy saw our video. And she wanted to fly us out to California for a music video for this artist. And so we made it happen. Mm-hmm. And it was my first, you know, my uh, I would say like my first time really getting to see California for what it is because I went to Hollywood. I went to right. Santa Monica, you know, because the first time I was there for the competition, I was just stuck in a hotel for a long time. Right, I didn't right, get right. to do much, you know. Uh-huh. So once I got to see everything, and mind you, my dad um, was raised in California. Mm-hmm. And um, he was he used to come home and tell me about it. And, you know, he was like, man, it's so cool, like the palm trees and the, <laughs> the cars and everything. It's like so dope. And... um and so I uh, I got a chance to see what it was for, you know, and we made some connections with some friends. And uh, I'll say like within a year, uh, half of that year, Buck ended up going back to California to meet up with a friend of his to where he could, you know, help us get out there. Right. And uh, and I was back home working a job mm-hmm. and I saved up some money. I was like, hey, got some cheese. Uh-huh. What's the move? <laughs> we have a place to stay. All right, cool. We're going to stay with this guy. He's a breakdown. So we're going to form a crew. Mm-hmm. We formed a crew called NSK, New Styles Crew. Mm-hmm. And um, and we started street performing. That's how we made a living. Really? And um, yeah, it was it was it was crazy. Like certain days like I'm talking about from from 12 in the afternoon to like 10 p.m. at night, wow. catching the bus 2 hours there and catching the bus 2 hours back home, uh-huh. carrying equipment. It was like crazy. But we wanted it so bad to where we did it every day. And mm-hmm. it's like, who wouldn't want tax-free money? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it was like, okay, I can get used to this, you sure. know, and, and, and really help, um, build our stamina and build. Basically it was like a platform for us to be able to go out and, um, just work on ourselves, you know, create mm-hmm. as a crew and individually, you know, and, work on our people skills because we had to talk. We had to make people laugh. Mm -hmm. But the worst part was we had to ask you for money, you know, and it's (laughs) like, "Ah, give me a 20, give me a hundred, you know? So, um, but you know, it's like, we just felt, you know, in love with it so much the way we just like stuck to it mm-hmm. and, and made it our true passion and, and worked hard on it to, to get to higher levels. Mm-hmm. We will return to conversations on dance in a moment, but first we want to talk about our sponsor, Dancewear Corner. Summer has already come and gone, but Dancewear Corner is gearing up for the new school year. While you are getting everything you need for your academics, don't forget to prepare yourself for a new year of dance. Check out danceworkcorner.com to get everything you need to start your year off on the right foot at a price that will make mom and dad smile. They carry all the brands you want, including body wrappers, Morella, Sodanza, Zarelli, and Honeycut. Check them out today at danceworkcorner.com. How did you make that transition? Um, you know, from doing that sort of uh, like work all day uh, hustle to doing these crazy commercial opportunities like with Adidas or Pepsi. But when I, uh, when I first came out to LA, um, well, Buck had met with this guy by the name of Christian Amazon, uh, who was working for jet set models. And he wanted to sign us as his new talent and dance for the commercial division. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so, uh, we was out there and we, I mean, we didn't have much auditions, you know? So, um, it's like days we were street performing. We have an audition. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. Um, I would go to my audition and then try to make it to the streets later, mm-hmm. you know, or uh, if I get a call during my street performance, you know, it depends on what the job is for and how much it's paying, then I would go, right. you know, Um but it was uh it was it was pretty tough because we didn't have transportation. Well, our transportation was the bus. Uh-huh. Right. So it's like we had to think about it. All right, cool. If we have this time mm-hmm. to, you know, for our audition, if we will we make it, you know. So um it was it was pretty tough. A lot of a lot of jobs we missed out on. Right. Uh but then again, a lot of jobs that we um made on the promenade from people wanting to hire us, you know. And um and so yeah, it was it was pretty tough, but I can say once I booked my first commercial, which was the uh, U.S. Census Bureau of 2010, mm-hmm. um, I uh, it helped me out a lot. Right. <laughs> yeah. Helped me to get my first apartment, uh, first car, you know, and everything. And it's just like, okay, cool. I have money now. I can just not damage my body so much by being on the streets, sure. you know, mm-hmm. because being out there all day, it wears you down and right. you don't want to do anything right. else, you know. So, yeah. um Basically, uh, it just helped, you know, to make better moves, mm-hmm. you know, for us. And um, and then it's like, next thing you know, it's like another job, mm-hmm. another job. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it just started paying off to where it was like, okay, now I can like slow it up on the street performing unless I want to just go out there and just do it for the fun. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, yeah, kind of like broke away from that little by little, you know, as more jobs came along. So, right. yeah. So in 2013, you won a Bessie Award for your performance with Lil Buck at New York's Le Poisson Rouge, an evening that included everything from New Wave String Quartet, a jazz trumpeter, to Philip Glass. What did it mean to you to achieve validation on such a high level? Oh, my goodness. It it meant a lot um, because it shows that what we're doing is, is something unique. Is something different to the public's eye, and and being able to do our style to uh to different genres of music mm-hmm. uh is something that's like that's impressive. That's like okay, juking. Yeah, we known for dancing to gangster music and you know like rap music and stuff like mm-hmm. that. All right, well let's turn the page and switch it up. Mm-hmm. Brooklyn Rider Quartet. We collaborated with them, and and what we created was something amazing within our style Mm -hmm. to classical music. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, something that's like, okay, we're going to create some art here. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, we're going to kind of mix it up a little bit and, and, and kind of go like urban ballet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, like we're going to put a spin to it. We're going to put a twist to it. And, and, and thanks to Damien, we, we all, you know, put our heads together and created this, this masterpiece of art mm-hmm. with a classical, you know, with classical music. Right. You know, so I feel like us working so hard on that is, is well-deserved, you know, and it, it, I'm glad it's recognized because nowadays, you know, it's, it's hard to get, you know, recognized for certain styles, you mm-hmm. know. Right. Yeah, so. How did you first make the connection to Damien, uh, Damien Wetzel, the artistic director of Vail Dance Festival? I met Damien, uh, I want to say, Eight to nine years ago, I uh, he he found Buck and um, and Buck uh, when he was first invited to the Failed Dance Festival, um, Buck asked, could he bring a couple of friends? Mm-hmm. And he brought us, and I met Damien. And next thing you know, it's like eight years later, we're still, still working together. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, so... So was, was that piece for the Bessie Awards, was that created here in Vail, on the Vail stage, and then you took it there? Is that what you... Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes, That's it so was cool. created yeah. here in Vail. And it's, you know what's so crazy? A lot of the performances that we've created here mm-hmm. have spread it out around the world. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's, like, really dope. Yeah. Yeah, for instance, a, a piece that I did with Fang Yi, mm-hmm. um, we did it here, and it went so well that uh, we decided to do it in New York. Mm-hmm. And um, and then from New York, we took it to Taiwan. Wow. So, yeah. Wow, that's so great to see these pieces that, like, last night we were at a full premieres evening, right? All brand new pieces. Mm-hmm. And how cool to see the impact that they can have, that they can travel somewhere else and win awards right. in other places. That's so great. So, um, I'd like to hear a little bit more about your commercial opportunities, because some of them are pretty crazy i mean like major major things and um i'm wondering is this like more of a focus for you or do you kind of prefer the sort of like hub of creativity that something like veil is well i i, I love it all mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. um i would say uh commercial work is like it's really fun it's just long hours you know of being on set but mm-hmm. um it's like what you can do within that commercial say for instance um uh I just did a commercial for MTV for the VMAs Uh Mm -hmm. and they created a set. Uh, They're going to take it back to uh, the man on the moon. Mm -hmm. And basically they did like a twist to it and they had me dancing on like this, uh, this um, like a moon, you know, they, they created this set to where it was like a moon with the craters and um, basically they wanted to be like a, a, a Michael Jackson theme. So they had me like moonwalking backwards, uh-huh. cool. you know, that, that was pretty dope. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, I'll say like a McDonald's commercial, mm-hmm. you know, we have a band downstairs and I'm jamming with the band and the subway is coming. You got people skating by. It's just like everything, it's just like, I don't know, it's just like fun to create and have these moments yeah. to, you know, shine, right. you know, in these commercials or whatnot. But it's also fun to create art and do it on stage live because I feel like I can touch people more mm-hmm. when I'm performing live. Right. Yeah. You know, you can show your true emotion and, and make people feel what you feel mm-hmm. when you're performing, you right. know. I think one thing we want to in particular know about is that you were a part of Beyonce's epic visual album, Lemonade. Yes. Tell us about that. We want to hear all about that. um, So I was was actually in Memphis with my family at dinner. Mm -hmm. And I got this call from a friend of mine, Jaquel Knight. Mm -hmm. And um, he was like, hey, are you available tomorrow? Can you fly out tomorrow? And I'm like, what? What's going on? He was like, well, B is having a video show and I want you a part of it. And I'm like, oh, snap. <laughs> so I literally got on my phone and booked my flight to leave the next day. Wow. And um, and I went out there to do it. Um, like I say, it was long. I was on set. I'm like, sure. Like in the middle of nowhere. But it was like so beautiful because this whole set was like a neighborhood, mm-hmm. like a vintage neighborhood. And just to see somebody at a high caliber, like in front of me, I'm like, wow, this is Beyonce. Wow, this is blue. She's sitting right here in front of me. I can't believe this. You know, somebody who's like way at the top and I'm here working with her on her video set. It meant a lot to me and it was like really dope. I bet. Yeah. I bet it was awesome. So in the past, you've said that one of your aspirations is to spread Jokin all over the world, show what it is, where it came from, how it has evolved and what one can do with it. What are your short-term plans for um, achieving this goal? 
Well, to achieve this goal, um, I I'm a music artist, and um, I uh, I want to incorporate my style and be the first rap artist that can juke, like actually dance, right. you know, yeah. like and 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 put it on a high platform. I want to be like the the Chris Brown of rap, mm-hmm. you know, awesome. and and basically give jokers the opportunity to go on tour and and be able to um you know just just do what any artist or dancer does but within our style Mm -hmm. you know um hip-hop as well but you know basically get that platform of 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 joking at a higher level and be able to give everybody a chance to you know, do that. Mm-hmm. Right. Because right now it's like a lot of other artists, they they like joking, you know, right. Chris Brown, Odell Beckham, mm-hmm. you know, uh, they, they, they like to play around with it. So it's like, man, for them to love it, I know that anybody can love it, right. you know, right. and, and, and I just want to be able to just show the world, mm-hmm. you know, that chicken is here and chicken is the, sh- you know, <laughs> <laughs> Well, we've so enjoyed watching you guys dance the past few nights that we've been here. It's just been so fun. And I feel like you've already broken down so many doors and, um, you know, really brought Jokin to a new audience. And I I can't imagine that this is the end for you. (laughs) It's so crazy. I just feel like it's only the beginning because it's like, yeah, this has been in so many commercials, but Mm -hmm. we still haven't touched that platform to where chicken isn't like in the movies like mm-hmm. step up mm-hmm. or right. honey or mm-hmm. you know all these major dance movies right once you can get in that lane it's over yeah, yeah. it's like yeah that's yeah. that's that's it you know because you can see it in commercials all day music videos live but once we get Love that platform format. for a movie yeah mm-hmm. which is something that we're working on now you know yeah. uh buck is um creating uh he's been having meetings with uh certain uh production companies and 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 people to um bring bring forth the, a movie about joking and right. and um uh, yeah like cool. something real life like a real life movie yeah. right yeah We'll be on the lookout for that. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be something amazing. Like, yeah. but he has more details. But <laughs> like, um, yeah, he, it's it's amazing. It's gonna be something special. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for joining us today. Yeah. Uh, Thank you. So me. such an interesting insight to something that we you know have only loved from a distance, but yeah. don't know that much about. So yeah. yeah, yeah, I appreciate it. I can, yeah. I can talk all day. <laughs> <laughs> well, we appreciate it. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you for joining us this week on Conversations on Dance. We are back from the Vail Dance Festival and are returning to our regularly scheduled programming. In case you missed any of the action from Vail, be sure to check out the bonus content we released last week from the festival as it happened. Our complete interviews with festival dancers will continue to be released in the coming weeks, so stay tuned or subscribe now on iTunes to automatically be notified of new content. See you next week on Conversations on Dance. This episode has been brought to you by the Vail Dance Festival. Mom 
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.